Struggle Strength and Success Podcast. I am your host, Evangelist Sharon Thomas. And listen, I am so glad that you decided to come in and join us on today. I am so thankful that you decided to tune in. We are Struggle Strength and Success. And today I have a topic that I want to discuss. And I would like to share some information with you. Um, I am not a doctor, okay? I'm not a physician. But I do have some information that may help you to come out and be free from this thing that I want to discuss on today. So today, I'm going to be talking about anxiety. And we know that there are so many people that suffer from anxieties because we have so many issues that's going on in the world today. Even the issues with coronavirus, with COVID-19, with a um, shortage of seem to be the economy. And we have so many issues of sickness and loss of loved ones and different issues that people have to face every day and situations that seem to be overwhelming at times. And so today I'm just talking about anxieties that we often face and that we often have. And it's a challenge to us. You know, it's a challenge to have to deal with these issues and to cope with them. So how do you cope with them? So today I'm talking about anxiety. And anxiety is simply a feeling of worry nervousness or unease is typically about an imminent event something that's destined to happen it's going to happen and it's not going to change or something with an uncertain outcome where you're not sure of how it's going to end you're not sure of the end result you're not sure of how you're going to overcome this or what may happen you know, and also people endure and experience and battle panic attacks. So what is panic? It's a sudden uncontrollable fear and anxiety often causing wildly unthinking behavior. And it's a sudden overpowering. It overpowers. And it's an overpowering fright. And there are several things that may trigger the, the panic attack and the anxiety attacks. Now, some of the things that trigger it is sometimes over-breathing and long periods of stress. You've just been stressed out for a long time, stressed out about your job, stressed out about your marriage, stressed out about your financial stability, stressed out about um, bills that you don't know how you're going to pay, stressed out about your children, stressed out about a sickness, stressed out about changes in your lives, something that happened abruptly and it has stressed you out. Or you're dealing with an illness and you're not sure of the outcome of that. Now, panic attack include a sense of doom or danger. You know, you have a feeling like, oh, my God, something bad is going to happen. Oh, my God, I don't know what's going to happen, but I just feel like something is something bad is about to happen. 
And listen, I want to discuss this because I myself in the past have suffered from panic attacks and it seemed like it was a severe case of it to me. But I suffered in the past from panic attacks and anxiety attacks. And I feel that I need to discuss it because so many people are experiencing anxieties as I speak. And so it's also a fear of loss of control or even you fear death like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Seem like I'm going to die tomorrow or seem like I'm about to die tonight. Seem like Oh my God, seemed like something is something bad is about to happen to me. Have you ever felt that in yourself? Like in your mind, you're, you're thinking something bad is going to happen to you. Okay. And then you also have um, fast heartbeat. Your heart is pounding. It's like boom, 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 boom. It's just beating so hard because you are afraid of something. And then you're sweating. And you begin to shake and triple. Your hands are shaking. Feel like your body is shaking on the inside. Like you have, you just shaking because you have so much fear. Now, listen, sometimes panic attacks, the root of all of these is fear. And we know that God did not give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us love, power, and the sound mind. And so we don't have to accept fear because God did not give it to us. Okay. And so also you have shortness of breath and chills. You have chills. You get cold and you're shaking and you have goosebumps. Okay. And you also have hot flashes. Now, anxiety disorder affect, listen, it affects 18.1% of adults in the United States, okay? In the United States, is 18.1% of adults, okay? And approximately 40 million adults between the ages of 18 to 54. And this information is coming from the National Institute of Mental Health. Now, approximately 30% do not seek help. Now, let me tell you this. It's okay to seek help. Listen, I'm not telling you not to seek help, but it's okay to seek professional help to help you to cope with the anxiety attacks and the panic attacks. It's okay to seek professional help because sometimes that's what people need to be able to cope with the anxiety attacks and the panic attacks, okay? And it says that many people are misdiagnosed. You know, you could be misdiagnosed for, from a panic attack. And also, people do not know that they have issues with anxiety. They feel that it's normal that they are fearful and they are scared and they are stressed. Okay? And listen, approximately 33.7% that's three in 10 Americas will, Americans will have an anxiety disorder at some point in their lives. And some researchers believe that the number is closer to 50% because a lot of many people do not seek help and medical attention or seek um, a psychiatrist or someone that can help them cope with it. So they're saying the numbers are actually higher because they're not be they're not able to 
you know, factor in how many people are really suffering because it's going unreported because they are not seeking medical attention. So anxiety can build up hours or days before an actual attack. So, you know, you have anxiety because you're thinking about what's going on in your life. Maybe you're stressed out about your job. Maybe you're stressed out about your finances. You're just uncertain. You're tired of how things are going in your life, you know, relationship status. Maybe you're having family issues. You have issues with your children, issues, you know, sickness, a condition that you have. And, you know, you're just thinking about what is going to happen to me? What is going to happen to my family? What is going to happen in my life? And so now these anxieties have built up and now it becomes an attack. And so a panic attack do not build up. It just happened abruptly. You could be going about your business. And the reason why I say that is because a panic attack, it comes on quickly, fast. You know, it's not even a thought. It just happens. And it's because of fear. And, you know, I can uh, share some experiences um, because I, I dealt with anxiety. And I remember at one point, um, going down the highway with my sister, going to out of town, going, we was traveling on the highway and I began to, all of a sudden, just that quick, like this, I began to have a panic attack and it felt like I was going to die. I mean, I was so scared and fearful. My heart was beating fast. Seemed like I was, my breath was short. I was, <laughs> and I was having this panic attack. And I, I told my sister, pull over, pull over, please pull over. Just pull over, pull over, just pull over. And I remember she pulled off the highway to the side of the road and I jumped out of the car. Okay. And I began to pace back and forth on the side of the road, holding my chest, seeing, can I breathe? Seeing as my heart being too fast and I was just checking my pulse and I was walking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I was saying, Jesus, 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 you know, because that is the way that I began to deal with panic attacks because I knew that I could call on the name of Jesus and he would deliver me. Now, we have a three, three, three rule for anxiety. Okay. Now there's a three, three, three rule for anxiety. Now listen at this anxiety. The first one is name three, three, three things that you see around you. Okay. Now something that's in your presence, something that's right near to you that you see so while you're having a panic attack or you feel one coming on, you can look around in your space and see three things, just like I'm looking now. And I see the computer monitor that's in front of me. Okay. I can name it. So you see three things, you name it. Okay. I see the computer monitor. Okay. I see my phone. Okay. And I see the microphone that's in front of me as well. So while I'm naming these three things, it's taking my mind off the fear and it's placing my focus on the three things that I'm looking at. OK, so while I'm doing this it's calming me down. OK, 
Okay. And the second thing is what three sounds do you hear? So, you know, it takes a moment for you to listen to see what you're hearing. So while you have slowed down, taking a deep breath so you can hear the sounds around you, once again, it's taking your focus off the fear and the panic, and it's putting your focus on what you can hear, what you're listening to, what sounds are around you. So now you're listening for the sounds. Hmm. Okay. And so then you can hear the sounds. Okay. And the third thing is move three, three body parts. Okay. So while you're in the midst of that panic attack, anxiety attacks, you can think, okay, let me move three parts. Okay. I'm going to move my fingers. I'm going to move my fingers. Okay. Okay. I'm going to move my arms. I'm going to move my arms. I'm going to wiggle my toes. I'm going to swing my legs. I'm going to move my head. Okay. I'm going to squat. <laughs> so I'm going to move three parts of my body. Okay. So that will help me to cope and to deal with the anxiety. Okay. So there are a multitude of sources that could trigger anxiety such as an environmental factors like a job, you know, something on the job that may trigger your anxieties. Maybe you're tired. Maybe, maybe you're stressed because um, the load, you have a great load on you, or maybe the expectation from you or the expectations that you have to meet, the quota that you have to meet, or maybe you uh, are doing customer service. Maybe it's the phone calls that you receive. You know, it could be anything that may trigger. Okay. And it could be personal relationships. Okay. Like, okay, I'm in a relationship with someone or in my marriage and I feel stressed out or my relationship with my family members, my siblings, um, friends. You know, and that and you could be in a toxic, toxic relationship that's stressing you out, you know, that's making you feel that you cannot bear any more of this relationship. It's, it's too much, too much to handle. OK, and then maybe a medical condition. Maybe the doctor have diagnosed you with something and you're saying, oh, my God. I cannot deal with this. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Am I going to live? Am I going to die? What kind of, what am I going to experience? Because I've been diagnosed with this. What's going to happen? What's going on? And so now your, your thoughts are constantly on the medical condition. Your thoughts are constantly on the personal relationship. Your thoughts are constantly on your job. And then you can have a traumatic past experience and you're constantly thinking back from years ago, and now you're having anxieties just thinking on what happened in the past. And you say, oh, my God, every time you close your eyes, it seems like you can see the experience that happened. But I want to tell you, dear children, that there are there is hope for you. OK, there is hope for you. And you do not have to suffer with anxiety attacks. Now, the way that I dealt with anxiety attacks is I gave it over to the Lord. Now, listen, I want to read some scriptures to you, okay? Okay, now 2 Timothy 1 and 7 said, For God 
listen, for God have not given us the spirit of fear. He did not give it to us, right? So if God didn't give us something, we don't have to accept it because most of the time it is the root of the panic attack and the anxiety is fear, fear of the unknown, fear of the end result, fear of not accomplishing it, fear of failing, fear of disappointing my uh, family, my parents, my sister, my husband, my wife, fear of failing on my job, fear of not um, succeeding, fear that I can't make it, fear that I'm sick. You know, sometimes you be fear that you're sick and the doctor hadn't diagnosed you, but you're diagnosing yourself and you fear that you're sick. You have a little itch, a little earache or something that's going on. And so now you panic. Oh, my God, you Google it. Oh, my God, I have this. And, you know, and it's a fear of sickness. Some people have a fear of death. Oh, my God, I'm, I might die tomorrow. Oh, my God, what's going to happen to me? tomorrow. I don't know about tonight. Oh my God, what's wrong with me? Oh, oh, something. I feel something right here. Uh, something going on with me. So that will cause you to panic because now you have a fear of sickness and a fear of death. Okay. So listen, um, Psalm 27 and one says the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I, what's the word fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Now, listen, he is the strength of our life. Whom shall I be afraid? Okay, Psalm 23 and 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Listen, so listen. Most of the time, the panic attack comes from fear. Now, listen, I'm going to tell you an ep another episode that I had. The first time I had a panic attack, I was in the kitchen and I was washing dishes, okay? And my hand began to itch for some reason. So, and I know it seemed like a simple thing to some, but to those that really experience panic attacks and anxiety attacks, you know the depth of it. But somebody looking in, they'd be like, oh, it ain't, it's not all that. It's not that bad. But to the person that experienced it, it seems so severe. And it seemed so, it seemed like it have so much power with it, but it don't. Because it's a feeling of fear that comes upon its victim. So listen, I was in the kitchen and I, my hand began to itch. <laughs> And I'm like, why is my hand itching? And then it, it turned red. I was scratching the palm, on the inside of my palm, on the, in the palm of my hand. And I was, I was scratching and it started turning red and seemed like it was swelling. And I got so fearful because I'm like, something is wrong with me. What is wrong with my hand? And I had a fear that I was sick with something because my hand was itching. And I jumped in my car and I went to my mother's house and, uh, I got out of the car and I was like, mama, something wrong with me. Look at my hand. And she was like, <laughs> I could laugh at it now, but to some, it, you can't laugh at it. But, you know, thank God for deliverance. That's all I can say. You know, that's how I had to cope with it through the word of God. You know, you may need to seek professional help, but if you have faith, because listen, faith counsel out fear. 
Okay, when you have faith in in the Lord and faith that he would keep you, faith that he's with you in whatever you're going through, faith that I can put whatever I'm struggling with, whatever I'm facing, whatever is my issue, my family, my sister, my finances, my income, my my uh if I'm if I have a condition, whatever I'm facing, whatever I'm dealing with, whatever the fear is, I can put it on the Lord. Okay. Sometimes you might have a fear of flying, a fear of driving, a fear. Some people have a fear of, uh, of failing school. Okay. But whatever the fear is, we can put it on the Lord. And so, um, and so I was told my mother, she said, okay, you're okay. So, but I want to let you know, you know, some people have to take medication for it. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but if that's what you need to do to help you deal with it, then that's what you do. But I have to trust the Lord because he said that he did not give me the spirit of fear. So if you have any anxieties, any panic, anything that you are facing that caused you to panic, your job, your children, a thought of a sickness, a sickness that you may have, um, uh, your finances, um, financial instability, um, your job, anything about what you're going through that you're facing that caused you to panic. Listen, give it to the Lord. Because he said, cast that burden upon me and I will sustain thee. I should never suffer the righteous to be moved. That's Psalm 55 and 22. Listen, that means give it to him. You know, if you have something, you have something and you be like, oh, this is, it's so, so heavy. So what you do, you put it in somebody else's hand and let them carry it because it's too heavy, right? You put it in their hand and let them carry it. And then you, oh, I feel better because I don't have to carry this heavy weight around. I don't have to carry that heavy bag. And you release the bag to somebody else and let them carry it. And now you're free. You don't have anything heavy to carry around. And so that's what it is with issues that we have. We trust the Lord enough to put it in his hand that I don't have to worry about what's going to happen with it. I don't have to worry about if I fail, guess what? If I fail in this area, then God will bless me and I could try something. I could try it again. You know, if, if, if I'm having issues with my family, I give it to, to the Lord and he'll work it out. And however he work it out, it's his way of working it out. So whatever I'm dealing with, then I give it to the Lord, that fear, that um, anxiety, and so we must understand what the triggers are. We must recognize the triggers and so that we can prevent the anxiety and the panic attacks. Now, listen, sometimes if you drink too much coffee, excessive coffee was cause anxiety and panic attacks. OK, it will. OK, and then you might have some physical changes after your illness. It will cause uh, anxieties. OK. And long periods of stress, you stressed out. I'm just, oh, they're just stressing me out. You know, you stressed out over this situation with maybe certain people that's in your circle. You just stressed out. So what we have to do, we have to cast our burden on the Lord and even that fear. Because listen, the scripture says that fear 
have torment. Listen, 1 John 4 and 18, it says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Listen, fear has torment. Don't you feel tormented every time you have an anxiety and a panic attack? You feel, oh, it's torment, torment your mind. It stresses you out, make you feel so bad. You scare, you shake it. You don't know what to do. It's torment. Fear has torment. So listen, the best thing to do is cast your burden on the Lord and he will bring you out. And also, listen, if you need to seek professional help, seek that help. Go talk to someone. Talk to someone about the anxieties and the panic attacks. And if they will help you cope with it, help you deal with it, help you understand the root of this thing that you're, you're facing, this panic attack, this fear. What is the root of the fear? What is it? What are you really fearful of? So you have to examine it and find out what you're really fear of and give your fear to the Lord and cast it over to the Lord, okay? So I'm not gonna um, talk too much longer, but I thank you so much for just joining me on today. And um, I will have a special guest the next time. So I am so thankful that you decided to come and um, it's a blessing that you are here with me. So listen, don't give up because there is hope. You know, go seek, seek medical attention. Seek the Lord. Cast your burden on him. Help you get rid of that fear, you know, so we can go forward because there's hope. Because fear will paralyze you. You'll be like, oh, I want to do this, but I have fear of failing. Listen, go for it. You got this. You can make it. You know, you can you can overcome. You are more than a conqueror. Come on, y'all. Come on, somebody. We we can we can make this. We can do this. We're not gonna let fear uh, uh stagnate us. We're not gonna let fear hinder us. We're not gonna let fear keep us from going forward. So we're going to cast these panic attacks away and we're going to give everything over to the Lord and let the Lord have it. Why? Because he got all power and he can fix it. So we don't need to worry about it. We can sleep at night. We can rest knowing that he's working it out in our favor. So listen, just hold on and God will deliver. Okay. So remember that no matter what you're facing, there is hope. And there is hope in Jesus Christ. So why don't you all have a great day? And listen, thank you once again for tuning in. I'm so thankful for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. So God bless you and have a great day in the kingdom of God. God bless you.